Yeah. Yeah. We have built the middle class. Yeah. That's a fact. So let's keep going. You deserve what you've earned, and you've earned a hell of a lot more than you're getting paid now. So let me tell you, I interviewed a few workers here last night, and they were completely and totally ambivalent about Biden coming here. Some of them basically supported Trump, and some of them says, okay, I support Biden, but we don't believe that Biden has really done enough, and we don't believe that Trump has done enough to help workers. Um, so at the end of the day, I think they're saying, okay, we'll accept the president walking on our picket line, the first president ever to do so, but does that really mean we're going to get a settlement out of this because Biden walked our picket line? They don't think so. Live from downtown Detroit, it's no BS News Hour. With my main man, Spoonie! Na 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 No bullshit! It's just a breaking news. Double bullshit! Double bullshit! I'm Grace Carroll, and I'm third generation of American Coney Island. People say Detroit's a comeback city. I say, where you been? We've been here for over 100 years. My family's been here on the same corner, serving our famous proprietary American Coney Island hot dog. So like always, we're keeping things fresh, updated, and new. We'd love to have you come downtown and visit us, but if you can't, you can always go to AmericanConeyIsland.com, order a Coney kit, get it delivered fresh right to your door. Paul Financial is putting more money in your pocket with our exclusive no-fee home loan. That's right, you pay no fees to Hall Financial. So in addition to our nearly 6,000 five-star reviews and our average nine-day turn time from application to close, you now pay no fees to Hall Financial. This is going to save you up to $2,500 in fees that you'd normally pay to the other guys. Start saving now, 866-CALL-HALL, or chat with us at callhallfirst.com. This message of Uplift is brought to you by business and personal wealth advisor Luke Nowacki, who reminds you that what does it profit a man to gain the whole world but never enter the kingdom of God? But while you're waiting, Nowacki wants you to remember that overreaction is not a sound financial strategy. So call Luke Nowacki at 248-663-4748 for sound financial advice. Is that it? Okay, we got we got to go. We got a big show, big show, big show. I'm not even going to tell you about it. It's a bit. It's show 289. Wow! Congratulations, Charlie. Congratulations, Karen. You're Mark. Do you remember when I asked you to marry me? I didn't. Ask you. <laughs> no, don't say that. Because they were always always asked, like, how do you and Charlie kind of hook up and get along? Because so. you're my TV wife. My, my work wife. I know, and that's okay. We get, that, we get the job that's done. okay. We get the job done. I mean, if I needed that kind of affection, I would go home. <laughs> I said, "Am I your work? I mean, am I okay? Am I your work child?" Dude, you're the neighbor with no neck. <laughs> oh, okay, oh, well, that's about right. That. Well, he was the one saying it before the I show. Know, I, but I won't like when he says that. Either. I never said such a thing. Okay, don't uh, say that. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Let's go. We're, we we're, 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 okay, busy, busy. We go. got the Wolverine Watchmen who were acquitted. Oh, wow. We went to East Palestine with Chris Cuomo. We're on the picket lines in Detroit, and we have James Holman. We, remember, we had the communists on. Mm -hmm. We had these the conservatives on we had the progressives on we had the millionaire class on now we have the libertarian class on to tell us what's going on with this tax we got everything do we have commercials uh no we're good 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Having a drink then. Mm. Mm. All right, here, real quick now. Okay, East Palestine, Ohio. Remember East Palestine, mm-hmm. Ohio? They let off the bomb. Right. They let off the train uh, cars that held all of this very, toxic very stuff. toxic vinyl chloride that when you light it on fire, turns into World War I mm-hmm. gas that you're not allowed to drop on soldiers. Chris Cuomo, I, I can now say, good friend of the show. He's your new BFF? He's a, no, he's now an F. Oh, he's an F. I'm okay. go, I'm, I'm going to drop the BFF bullshit. He's an F. He's an F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he's a yeah. He's a okay. fucker. Oh, yeah. No, I'm in for it. Hey, from fucking Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> Long Island. <laughs> well, that's there's a worse F word for him. And he's a friend, and he went Ooh. and he did a special, and you can look that up, and it was it was, it was quite good. good. Everybody forgot you yeah. was. Yeah. I watched it. Yeah, I watched the whole thing. It was good. Very, How was I? You were excellent, Charlie. You <laughs> look it? good. You know, you spoke well. You're dressed nice, and 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 you look like you smell good. So all that <laughs> smelled like I smelled like phosgene. No, you didn't. Oh, <laughs> you didn't look. Well, 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 who was better, me or Chris? Honestly, and don't tell him, but you. Mm. I mean, because you came. Can I say this, or I, I shouldn't I, say I, this? You are, yes. He, he doesn't it. listen, even though we're the, we're. <laughs> I have to say, okay, we're a top and iTunes mm-hmm. Uncharted. Is this correct, Mark? Yes. We're a top two hundred news and politics show in the United States of America. Fine. Top two hundred in a broke down town and a broke down penthouse. Penthouse. Mm-hmm. Above a hot dog restaurant, yes, in America. This is Detroit. This is Michigan. You're coming through, and we don't bullshit. But that's because substance always takes precedence over style. That is correct, but what's more interesting is me. What? Tell me about me and Cuomo. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell him. But you seemed a lot more relaxed and in command of what was happening and what was transpiring. He seemed... You know, like he, he wanted to do well and you could tell like he was in, instead of just kind of relaxing and just being himself. I'm gonna have to call him. It's time for another session. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, but but he did. He did a great job. You did an excellent job. The show was good. It was informative. It was very insightful um, because it made me think about how you always talk about the least of those economically are always on the short end of the stick in this country. They get dick. Nobody's paying attention in, yeah. in, in, in defense of Cuomo. When you got to run a goddamn live show and like yeah, I know, but New, New York, I was just New York flocks on a town. I just wanted to stroke your ego, Tom, uh, and uh, let you know. Doing, doing, <laughs> doing. <laughs> the squares on this shirt are stretching. <laughs> The, the thing about running a, a show like that where New York's invested a lot of money, it's got to work. Mm-hmm. He, he, the guy didn't use a teleprompter. Yeah. The guy did his work. But but you can I, tell he cares, too. That's another thing. He does. And that, that comes across quite uh, sincerely, that he really cares about those folks. It's almost like you can see, like, he wish he could do something to solve their problem. That's what I felt in his conversation with them. I really did. So, so when we're running around this town, here's the deal about East Palestine, Ohio. Mm-hmm. It's very much like Flint. And we mm-hmm. covered Flint, Flint very much last week. But they're forgotten. And the government's faking it. And the EPA's bullshitting. And so we, we, we went around the town for a couple of days. And we this was on our show a couple of weeks ago. Nice young woman, comely young woman mm-hmm. uh, at the EPA Welcome Center. We, we need some answers. Um, we go back. <laughs> and? And uh, let's play this here. Welcome, Setter. Come on in, it says. Hey, how you doing, hey, bud? How are you? Chris Cuomo, News Nation. 
How you doing? Appreciate you coming out. Um, Charlie and I and the team are walking around East Palestine trying to get a feel uh, for how it's working in the community. And one of the main things that we've been hearing won't be new to you. It'll be concerns about what's in their home. Just off the top of your head, do you know that you've tested anyone's so, homes? Well, so, I've, so I, was, I was installed for the, as a PIO on, uh, on Thursday last week. I'm not aware of, uh, of requests coming in for that. Oh, Thursday last week. Have you ever heard of the EPA testing anybody's homes? So for, for this response, or in general? No, no, no. Yeah, for here, East Palestine. Yeah, so it, it just depends on what you're specifically looking at. So, I mean, when you say testing, it, you know, I just want to make sure that... But so far, it's like testing. Do you believe it's safe? There's, no, there's nothing from 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 the time I've, oh, I've been here. There's nothing, no, yes. no concern, no new concerns have been brought up. You're, I see you're United States EPA? Yes. And there's Ohio so, EPA, right? And there's OSHA, is OSHA in town? Uh, no, no, I'm not, I've not heard of that. Okay, and there's who's in charge of this town? So I've worked for, just to clarify, so I've, so I've worked for the, you know, the federal who's in charge? States Environmental Protection Agency. So EPA, we've got our incident commander, who is the who is the lead. Who's that? Unified command. Who's that? Currently, it's, it's Ralph. Uh, so, so, yeah, so he's, he's our incident commander. We want Ralph. Okay. Can we have so, Ralph? So we can, so Mark is... Uh, Derno. Yes, Burks. He's the guy. Speaks yeah. on behalf of We Mark. asked the office what about him talking. What for Mark? Yeah, Mark didn't so, want to talk to us. That's Mark, why I figured if Mark I were in was town, the guy I would just come by. Not to, to put response. you on the spot, honestly. Yeah. This is not about you making you look like... No, this guy. stinks for you. Um, but this is... You know, you shouldn't have to do this. These should be your bosses. But mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to ask you and let Mr. Derno know we came by right. and yeah. we'll be here. Well, Boston, you're on the ground and you're doing your job. Thanks. The guys who are supposed to be putting out the message are ducking us. And that's mm -hmm. their choice. That was you don't kind have to of him to tell him that. But we just wanted to let you know we're here. And if they want to talk, we'll be here. Let them know. We'll be here. Now, before you judge, it's not fair to judge that guy. No. He's not a boss. He's not the guy who's supposed to be giving the answers. He's the guy who didn't have the ability to get out of it. That's who he is. So don't judge him. He's not the one who's gonna make things happen. But the people who are making things happen, who are his bosses, they think they can say no and it just goes away. It's not how it works. That was good. Yeah, right. That was very good because he's not. He's been there since last Thursday. He's probably 20 some years old. It's like here, be the PIO and you're not given the uh, information. He didn't even know Ralph's last name. It's they just, didn't even tell that kid that Cuomo was calling and he was coming to yeah, town. They, they didn't, didn't tell him that. So yeah. th that kid's all right. So he's but, a scapegoat. But hey, kid, listen, man, get on the right side. Mm -hmm. Get on the right side of people, right? Because that's what this election is supposedly about. But what, what Ralph... Was he talking about? Was he talking about Ralph Cramden? I'm going to the moon. Was he talking about Ralphie Parker from the, the Christmas, Christmas story? story? No, no, I want to fish your red undercover and I shoot you in a chair when you buy the legal rifle. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Was he talking about Ralph Macchio, the karate kid? Wax on, right hand. Wax off, left hand. Stay with me, millennials. Was he, know, was he talking right. about <laughs> Ralph Melf? But it's tough to make a chinchilla go like this. <laughs> I still got it. I love poetry. Was he talking about Ralph Waldo Emerson? Finish every day and be done with it. You have done what you could. <laughs> I like handbags. Was he talking about Ralph Lauren? For me, elegance comes naturally from a woman who feels good in what she wears. 
no, no, no. He must have been talking about Cheech Marin. Uh, his name is Ralph, man. Who the fuck is in charge of these <laughs> Palestine? Ralph. Ralph Palestine EPA. Ralph. Come out, Ralph. Ralph, it ain't going away, dude. It wow. ain't. It ain't going away. And so the point here is Biden on his desk, as we reported, the governor of Ohio, another war crime criminal. War, war time. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I can't help you on yeah, that boy. one. I got off the beer. <laughs> oh, good for too, you, oh, no. Charlie. <laughs> too many calories because I was in East Palestine. I was in a motel and I got out a of the- A motel? Yeah, motel, yeah. What, what do you think, Dave? There's a Four Seasons in East Palestine? I don't know, they don't. I got out of the shower and they got the big glass and with the stark light and I got out of the shower and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God! This this sheen of of cellulite. I'm like, no, it's the mirrors. It's so always I, the I googled beer. You know what it told me? What? Drink whiskey. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what it said. You'll get used to that image. <laughs> what? The wrinkles or the whiskey? How you look in the mirror? Oh, okay. I I, I don't even look, bro. I just look away. I look away. Now, uh, but here's the thing. You do we have our cool thing that yeah, we're gonna do? Of course. Joe Biden said he was going to go to East Palestine. He mm -hmm. said it. The funny thing is when he came to Detroit the other day, he flew his, you can Google it, the mm -hmm. flight plan. I don't know why the flight plan for Air Force One is on an app, but you can find it. He flew directly over East Palestine. Mm -hmm. He landed in Detroit. He spoke for 87 seconds. Shook mm -hmm. a few hands. What are you doing? I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at that. Look it's at the that. 87 look seconds. Look at that fading. Look at that. Oh, wait a minute, dude. We'll fix that in post. <laughs> no, we won't. There he is. There, he That's almost the stumbled again. Yeah, he stumbled. They talked about that. Yeah, he's wearing rubber shoes. He's driving which, to the closest you, plant to the airport. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Bel Belleville? Belleville? Mm -hmm. Belleville. Is that where he went? There he is. And he didn't go to the plant in Wayne, which everybody thought that he would, but he didn't. They didn't tell the press where he was going. Mm-hmm. He they didn't, didn't tell the press where he's going. Now, I don't know about <clears throat> the mm -hmm. president. And guess where he's going? He's going, he went over Palestine, landed in Detroit, did about an hour and a half, did 87 seconds of comment. And then you can see, you should all go to like Twitter or uh, YouTube, look up uh, Laduff, no bullshit news hour, whatever. And he flew to San Francisco for two days of fundraising. Yeah. This is not the way to win. But that's the that's their priority. I mean, and you've seen that. We've seen that here with our state officials. You know, they're out. that's the priority. And it's, you it's, you know you know who's making these decisions? Who? The kid that they put in East Palestine. You know what he's doing? He's paying his dues mm -hmm. and he he taking one for the team and he, and he gets to be one mm -hmm. of the speakers for yep. the people and that's not good enough for us. It's absolutely not good enough for us. So, Biden lands in Wayne County. Don't call it Detroit. Right, because right. it wasn't. Do it, do it again, mm -hmm. girl. Go it ahead. was not. Here's it your go ahead, rip it. Like, <laughs> Detroit is Wayne County, but it's a right, different right. world. Right, that was Belleville. That's right. Now, Belleville is East Palestine. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, Youngstown is Detroit. Right. They're 20 minutes apart. Mm -hmm. This is all of America. 
Yep. Okay, so Byron Goggin, who's now uh, this motherfucker, is in Green Bay watching the game. And I got to sit here and do a show. I wasn't even invited. So, Byron, you're not even listening, but you are because you're a professional. But he did his work before he left. Fuck you. We're here doing the show. But the spine of the show is Byron Goggin Mm -hmm. doing his business. And Byron Goggin went to the line where we're from. Mm -hmm. And this is what he found. This is what the auto worker thinks about being a photo op. So good, look at this. Wow. This guy's brilliant. What Sean Fain did was brilliant. He puts uh, Biden and I guess anybody who wants to muscle in and steal the glory away from the strikers by pretending that somehow they settled the strike when in actual fact it'll only be settled by negotiators from UAW. So he sent a signal to all politicians. Uh, you're welcome on my picket line, but you're not going to interfere in the bargaining process. It's going to be the workers and the bargaining committee that's going to solve this problem. Did he just say he picketed in 1970? To get more voters on their side. Because either way, you're divided in this whole strike currently with the UAW. You're either against us or you're for us. So whatever their political campaign agrees with, that's what they're going to go for. If they would have come before and we could have talked during a peaceful time, it would have been a lot more respected than what I can give them now. We're not trying to be political right now. It's more about us. It's not about them. I, I don't believe either one, either Biden or Trump, really has our best interests at heart. Like, I don't really right. think that they're really fighting for us. They're just fighting for power, in my opinion. I think we support you. The team says they're jumping. Try it. This isn't day one of our strike. You know, our we we walked out on Friday, but our other brothers and sisters walked out prior. Where were they then? Where were they for our other brothers and sisters? So, don't get me wrong. I I, I appreciate the support from anyone, whether it be you know the person next door to another person from another local. But at the end of the day, um, Biden or Trump. They need to support keeping our products here in America. I was in this exact same position in 2019, and no one came and shook my hand and said, hang in there, stand up, be patient, it's coming. Nobody said that. We didn't get the contract that we deserved in four years ago, and here we are again. They could have came out and supported us before this all happened. Um, people are you know, unhappy about that. You know, they feel like it's just for publicity, kind of like a, you know, attention grab, you know, be the first guy to say, hey, I'm supporting these guys and their plight and their, what they're fighting for, when really we don't feel like they're, either one of them has been supporting us at all. If, if they really want to help, there's different ways with legislation or in Michigan's unemployment uh, itself, um, hasn't changed since I got in the trade in 1998. Um, you know, there, there's other, uh, things that they could do to show their support other than get out for a photo op and, and shake a few hands. We built the middle class. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. So let's-
let's keep going. You deserve what you've earned, and you've earned a hell of a lot more than you're getting paid now. So let me tell you, I interviewed a few workers here last night, and they were completely and totally ambivalent about Biden coming here. Some of them basically supported Trump, and some of them says, okay, I support Biden, but we don't believe that Biden has really done enough, and we don't believe that Trump has done enough to help workers. Um, so at the end of the day, I think they're saying, okay, we'll accept the president walking on our picket line, the first president ever to do so. But does that really mean we're going to get a settlement out of this because Biden walked our picket line? They don't think so. I feel like there's a uh, kind of a workers change now with, it's not just us. I mean, there's a lot of UAW places that are striking now. And it's the most that I've seen ever. I'm very apolitical on where I stand by who chooses to do the right thing and when, and what they do when no one's looking. That's what I go by. If they want my vote, they need to stop lying to us. And they need to actually show that they care. Because this is all fine and dandy and everybody's here now, right? But we'll see how everything goes in a few weeks or months, and then we'll see if they're still engaged as they are now. So that's that Michigan wrong. people. Yeah. Reported on by Michigan people. This is what we think. Fuck you, CNN, and fuck you, Fox News. And this is what we actually think, and we talk true to each other. So accept it or don't. Yeah, but that was that's pretty powerful. And I think that, you know, for either of them to come in and think that their presence alone was going to garner them any additional support, uh, whether it's at the at the at the voting booth or whatever, those people are like, yeah, sure, come. But we're looking for substance. We're looking for results. We're looking for something more than just you exploiting our pain right now for your political advantage. And they all know that uh, Biden jumped Trump. Because <laughs> Trump was going to be here Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Wednesday was yesterday. It's all a game, Charlie. Yeah, okay, you want to see the game? game? Here's the game from uh, Trump's bullshit, too. Here you go. Thank you, Byron Goggin. And roll it. My name is Claire, and I've been a member of the union for two years. What are you hoping to hear from them tonight? I'm hoping that they will come to a solution and this will get settled, and Trump will save our country. Are you guys a member of the union? No, we don't. No? You're not a member of the union? No. You're retired. Oh, you're retired. Yeah. So you used to be union members. Yes. Are you, are you guys union by any chance? I just need to talk to a union. Are you a union no, guy? I'm not, I'm no, not. no. Are you a union by any chance? I'm just no. trying to talk to a union no. person. No. <laughs> no. Anybody here union? I, I work with UAW workers. I am currently laid off. I really believe that UAW workers need to get their increase in pay, their increase in benefits, and I want Trump to say it. I want him to be loud and proud about UAW workers supporting Trump and also Trump supporting UAW workers. Anybody UAW here? I'm on the list. UAW? Great. Mind if I ask you a couple questions? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. I'm speaking for me. Oh, you do mind. Okay. All right. You mind? Uh, I don't know. You don't have to. I'm, I was just going to ask you what you wanted to hear from President Trump tonight. Nothing specific. Just want to hear him talk.
What do you think about the fact that he's given a speech to union people in a non-union shop? Does that send a bad <laughs> signal to the union members that he's giving an address to union people in a non-union shop? To me, absolutely not. He needs to be everywhere. You mentioned Drake. They're not a union shop. Does that make a difference? How do, how do you feel about that? How, how I, have is... no, I have no problem with it. Most manufacturing jobs in the United States are not, their workers are not union represented. There's no need for the union. The union in oh, the UAW this. plants, I found, have devolved into an organization that protects the 10% of the workers who don't deserve to keep their jobs. They don't show up for work, they don't come in on time. When they do show up, they're drunk or smoking marijuana. They're not, they're, so that's who the union is protecting now. Really, the need for big, strong, confrontational unions like the UAW has gone away. But I'm a little confused. You're holding a sign that says UAW no, workers no, it doesn't. for Trump. No, it doesn't. So it's no, just it auto workers. So it's, it's auto workers. So it's, that's not clear, though. Well, well, it's clear to me. <laughs> well, <laughs> everybody sucks. Pretty much. Come on, man. Now, everybody sucks. Now, now, before we get to the next bit, let me just tell you, ADR experience overseeing more than $250 million in public-private construction projects since 2001. Reduce your costs, increase your bottom line. ADR saving clients millions ADR consultants are experts in procurement and government compliance and information technology. ADR, honest, ethical, smart. Ellen Tuck, Barry, happy Yom Kippur, but it's not even happy Yom Kippur. It is a blessed Yom Kippur. 248-318-9424. Uh, Call Barry Ellen Tuck for a consultation. Get the job done right on time, on budget. ADR 248-318-9424. And I am feeling stressed. G give me my give me give me my CBD, bro. Okay. Give it to me. I don't have any on me. Fucking lie. I I, <laughs> I, I need to, I don't I need to order like, some more. I don't I, really I don't, don't like advertising that's not true, bro, but I will tell you. I have some if, at home. I'll bring it in for you. You can order some. How are you feeling right now? 25% off. Me? Yeah. I'm feeling great cuz I 20, use 25% off you're feeling great. What yeah. do you mean? Well, because I use uh Next Evo. Did it fuck your memory up? Were you so high you couldn't remember to bring some no, for your there's, brother? There's no THC in it. There's so no uh, THC no. in it, but it, it relaxes you, get some sleep in it. Puts me to bed, yeah. And you forget about me. Who's, what? Who's you forget that? about me. me. That's what you do. Like, make never, him go away. Let I, me take some CBD. <laughs> make him go away. The stress. He, he oh needs my something God. a little stronger than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got a... Is there, like a that. is there a promo code for that one? Yo, there is. <laughs> is it red? N-E-X-T-E-V-O <laughs> slash... Hey, listen, next, uh, next, next Evo, people, people, you want me to keep reading this copy? Listen, it okay. should be next Evo slash red. <laughs> it should be red. The man knows everything THC. Just hook up with him. But everybody in this room knows these things don't make you high name. Actually, are you on the phone again? No, I was just stretching my legs. Oh, I'm not on the phone. How was your physical therapy? It's fine, Charlie. I have to just keep at it, but it's all right. Thank you for asking. Try, try the CBD I oils. And, uh, I do. I, I, have the, I have the cream. I have all that stuff. Mm, mm, there you go. I mm, do. 
the little stick. Oh my god, that sounds hot. (laughs) (laughs) Some some cream in a stick. I mean, oh my god. What are we doing after the show, baby? I tell you what we're doing. We are googling (laughs) nextevo dot com slash no bs. Thank you very much. And uh, legacy partners. A legacy. We, we got a busy show, so I'm just going to give the number. Everybody knows that listen to this show that if you call 586-209-4106, you drive around in your truck in Garden City. You're in East Palestine. The, they go cross, cross state lines. 586-209-4106. They'll find you better, cheaper insurance Period. End of story. Let's move along. Next legacy. Fucking shit. No, you're right. You're good. No. com. Call them East Palestine. Get them involved. They'll help you. All right. Are they just in Michigan? Or are they... I just said they weren't. Okay. I didn't hear you. I just came up with a whole fucking model for these people. <laughs> Pay me more. You're not paying me enough, Legacy. You got some business. I just got you Ohio. Yep. All right. Here. If I don't get a call from Legacy in the next 10 minutes, you're out. You're out. I don't care. I don't care, man. I'm, I'm big. I'm 200 in America. I don't even have to do Fox, New York Times, NPR, none of that shit. We here are the people. And the people is working because you people know that we're the people. Sometimes you agree, sometimes you don't, but we're trying to keep you informed. Is this correct? That is absolutely correct, right. darling. That's right. God damn it. I'm mad. Um, what do we got next, Mark? Oh, yeah, that's right. You know what? Everybody really liked the last segment, Dum Dum Dana. We got a new segment. Yeah, well, it happened again last week. Dana Nessa suffered another devastating loss. Three men accused of aiding and abetting in the terrorist plot to <laughs> kidnap and put on put on a boat, <laughs> take her to Wisconsin, uh, take the governor Whitmer to Wisconsin, try her in a barn for what? What, what were they? Uh, treason? I don't treason, know. Treason? Yeah. yeah. What else? Some, like, some we're going to find out. Some right? generic. Yeah. Right. Convict her and then lock her in a dog cage for five years. Either that or put her in a boat and let her drift around Lake Michigan. I'm not sure. <laughs> We're going to find out because with us now is Eric Molitor, uh, one of three men last week that was acquitted of all these charges. He's a former Wolverine watchman terrorist, but he's not. Co-conspirator. Yeah. Co-conspirator. Hello, Eric, Wolverine watchman. How do you get into the Wolverine watchman? Well, I never was in the Wolverine watchman. What do you mean you weren't in the Wolverine watchman? Did Dana said you were a Wolverine Watchman. You were t- the governor called you. T- no, I'm sorry. The official said you were a Wolverine Watchman. What do you mean you weren't? I hate to call them a liar. However, they are. Easiest way for them to try to slander me and drag my name through the mud and kind of uh, make me guilty in the eyes of the public before I even had a trial. So what what happened here was like a bunch of guys met on Facebook, right? They're bitching about the government. They're bitching about Whitmer and the lockdown and they hatch this plot. They're going to kidnap her and take her to the barn. Right. And so you all start meeting. Is, is that correct, Eric? Correct. I was never part of any meetings. 
um, know about any plans. I didn't know anything. I didn't know the people. I knew of Adam Fox. The guy had gotten me a job at security, so I was pretty grateful to him, especially during 2019, 2020, when jobs were really good. Okay, first of all, we should say this. The whole thing, the the, the captain of this whole thing was a guy named Big Dan, Oh, this right? poor dumb redneck. Um, yeah, Dan. He was the confidential human source, the original CHS for the FBI. Dan Chappell, who sees chatter going on on Facebook, he alerts the authorities, he's put in touch with the FBI, they put him on the payroll, and he becomes pretty much the de facto leader of the group, right? Within two weeks, he was second in command. The group actually supposedly wanted him for first in command, but that would have been against his FBI admonishments. So he was told that he could not be first, he could only be second. <laughs> Hmm. So he's the guy putting together training. He's the guy putting together meetings. He's the guy paying for people to get to Ohio to meet at a motel, right? And it's all FBI money. So altogether, there were 14 different undercovers and confidential humans. All of them game um, amongst themselves. So Dan was not the only one um, giving the training, giving people rides, paying for food, paying for there were most god this connection sucks i think i think the government's fucking bugging us here <laughs> um okay so 14 people were working for the feds how many people were just mopes like you uh, uh i guess about 14 so half of this group is actually the feds yes sir and without the feds would you guys have done this done the recon gone up to her house met uh did did training in the woods etc cetera, etc cetera. none of this stuff would have happened without the feds getting involved and in making it happen dan Temple, i call him the magnet that the government put out to attract everybody else there are always i i hate saying it but kind of dangerous elements or people that talk crazy there's always people that do that so why would you put somebody out there to draw them all together and then feed them plans and like i said they paid for traffic lodging all sorts of interstate so this is not just within michigan well how did you get linked up with it then if you're not one of them how, how all the how do you find yourself in a truck with an fbi informant right looking at the governor's house taking pictures we'll get to whether or not that's intent or not but how do you even get hooked up with them if you're not one of them Okay, so this is going to take a little bit, man. Oh, it's going to take more than 15 minutes probably. Is that no, okay? No, no, no. G give me the two-minute version. You got it. People people, people will find okay. you and read um, about you. I met Adam through. Um, I got up with him because he he wanted to keep talking about um, starting another militia, Second Continental Army of the U.S., which I was, you know, pretty hip on they made the job um, private security i felt pretty indebted to him for that uh, i was already involved in civil defense force in my area and doing a lot of, i call it good guy stuff so protecting community from rioters um so adam had asked me you know do you want to go for a ride to uh this weekend i asked him yeah what do you have in mind he said a high profile vacation house uh, i have the text you see there's nothing explicit stated about Governor Whitmer, so ahead with everything. I'm, I'm thinking more good guy stuff. You know, uh, go look at this place, protect it, or whatever. Um, so him and Dan, I don't know. I barely know Adam. They show up and we go on a ride. 
uh, the whole way up there. They did not talk about anything. And we have the five-hour audio to prove that as well. I get about an hour away from home, and that's when they start talking about Governor Whitmer and her cottage. That's when I knew. You mean on the way home you found out? You didn't even know while you were there what you were looking at? And if we got in Rapids, where her cottage, um, her former cottage is at, that's when they started actually talking about Governor Whitmer's cottage. They said her name and talking about what they were going to do. And so why didn't right there you just like say, hey, dude, uh, I'm out? I get this question a lot. So if these people are willing to kidnap and whatever else, another human being, how far are they willing to go to keep my ass quiet? I'm a nobody. I didn't know that dude was a confidential human source. I barely know Adam. The guys are talking crazy. They got guns on them. No, I'm not. I'm not going to make them think that I'm not okay. That's point. What did you do while you were up there at the cottage? So on one of the rides by, they eventually found her place. And um, on one of the rides by, Adam Fox had asked me to take a slow motion picture or video on his phone. This was after he had already taken a couple videos. And, you know, he didn't say shoot somebody or blow anything up. That would have been a hard no. I'd have had made a stand right there. He said, take a slow motion video. I took a video. If that's what I had to do to get home to my kids, that's what I did. Why didn't you go to the authorities? So because I did that. That was the fellow. Um, so <laughs> throughout the ride, right, there's different stages. The first, When um, Adam first asked me about going on the ride, this is a cool dude. You know, we got high. We talked about malicious stuff and getting our country back, doing things the right way. Cool dude. Got me that job at. Then here's the new Adam. Once, once they start talking about what they're doing, I'm scared shitless. This guy's scary. Throughout the ride, everything that was going on did not lend credence to what they were talking about. They didn't have her address. They drove all the way from Lansing. They didn't have her address. They don't know anything. <laughs> they're hunting it down as they're up there. I see Dan roll eyes at Adam a couple of times on the ride. So there's two people, and one of them seems like he's not really into it like Adam is into it. And Adam's acting very excitable. The, the gentleman was on steroids, and so he's is, is a little more um out there you know what i mean and it just by the end of it still had worries obviously people talking like that that's worrisome but i did not think it was serious by the end of it i wasn't as worried for my life so why do i stay in contact with them one of the reasons because if they keep talking about it um you know or if i find out there's there's more people involved i can actually go to to the authorities with this information i did not feel i had enough at that time and that's a crazy ass story try going to the castle be like you won't believe this ride i just took bro it ain't, it's not going to go. You know what I, I mean? Might have I might That's how it. I felt. Yeah, but I might have so, done it. So like, there's a there's a see, nut job with guns on roids, living in the basement of a vacuum cleaner repair shop, cruising around the governor's vacation home, talking about dressing as a pizza guy and kidnapping her and putting her on a boat, right? Okay. Maybe he's a numb nut, but he's, was, definitely, he's definitely a wing nut. And, you know, people listening, like, it's hard to believe, like, you felt you didn't have enough. Yeah. Yeah. I've went to police before with other issues. Like I, one guy actually, this is, you know, unrelated to this situation, but I had someone get a hold of me. I don't even know this guy really and threatened to beat my ass next time he sees me in public. I went to the police and they said, oh, he wasn't right next to you. There was no real valid threat to that. So, and I've had a couple other interactions where I'm unsure where, what, what is something that's actionable? Where, what can I take to somebody? So again, one of the reasons I with these guys is so if I do hear more information, I can definitely go do something about it. Another reason was selfish. He can get steroids. I'm in private security. I'm a big guy. I would like to, you know, trim down, get a little bulkier. 
you know, try to, uh, it's very competitive. So that was another reason for staying with them. Wait a um, minute, man. You're telling me Adam yeah. Fox was your steroid dealer? No, I did not actually get anything from him. We had talked about um, him getting me some, but it never came to fruition. We barely knew each other. We only knew each other for a couple of months before the raids happened. Did you uh, know the Null brothers who you were on trial with, the two twins? So I know of them because of the circles that we run in. We've rubbed shoulders here and there before, and they've always been very good people. Um, they've always been there to protect people. They've always cared about people, as far as I can remember. They're good guys. So the guy you're driving around with is, is an FBI uh, confidential human source. He's, he taped everything, right? Everything, like you said, and the jury heard it. Yep. They didn't get to listen to the whole four audio. They got to, the prosecution got to chop it up however they wanted to, and make it seem certain ways. They, in fact, took out of five hours, they took something out of context and moved it back four and a half hours. So it made it seem like as soon as I got in the truck that they were telling me about the plan. So I knew what was going on before we even drive away. Complete lie. Well, let me say this. I'd like to have you in because the, the, you're not out there up in uh, Antrim. Antrim County. And uh, connection is bad. I mean, you're not a rich guy. Wexford. Yeah, you don't got the, uh, you know, the Ethernet <laughs> fiber. But um, during all of this, the governor herself called all of you, and that includes you, a domestic terrorist. Now, the jury of your peers, right? No matter what people think, that's our system. And it's a pretty good one. You they listened to the evidence. They said, this is ridiculous. This is just a numbnuts got caught up in it, and, and you're looking to make some headlines. You're not a domestic terrorist. It's official. Are you going to sue the governor or do you want an apology or what are you going to do about that? I want an apology. I think all of them owe all of us an apology for lying about, for trying to our families and hurting the people that we care about. It wasn't just us that got hurt. You know, our kids, our moms, everybody, this affected everybody. We, well, need, we deserve an apology. For those that are acquitted, they deserve an apology. Does Adam Fox deserve an apology? I mean, they were conspiring. So they did try to make bombs, right? And, uh, like they were ever going to get it done. I doubt it. No. Watching from, um, did, they don't deserve one. No, I don't think they even deserve to be in prison. The lies that the government told about them. I know more than you guys do than the general public just because of the amount of evidence or the paperwork that I have. Um, I've got to see from the inside how the FBI actually set all this up. Adam thought that Dan was a cool guy. Dan showed him attention. He was never a real terrorist. Nothing ever would have happened. They do not belong in prison. The government set them up. Yes, they deserve an apology as well. Are you fearful of the government now? Are you? I mean, I know you're back on Facebook, which seems insane. What are you doing? Yeah. I don't know what? Why, I don't know why you're back on Did, Facebook. What? <laughs> because I'm running for, I want to run for office and political office, and I need to be accessible to anybody. So I'm getting on any social platform that I can. Um, I, after seeing what I saw from the inside, uh, there, there's stuff that needs to change. And I'm, I have a unique insight into it. We're going to see where this goes, and I'm willing to fight for the regular people, man, because I'm a nobody, and they tried to do this to me. They could have been you. It could have been anybody. They want to attack our speech. They want to attack us for political reasons, and it's enough. We got yeah, but government, government is more than that, right? I mean, do you know what the Headley Amendment is? Do you know um, the, the, the 
property tax rates? Do you know about zoning? Do you know how many people are in the House of Representatives? How, you know, what the Senate does? Do you know any of that? There's other things you can do. I have a little bit of knowledge here and there. So my main goal is I'm shooting high and I'll take whatever office I get. It's, it's dangerous. But anyways, you asked if I was afraid of the government. First of all, yes. Yes, I am. Because I saw what they could do. And I was actually warned to keep my head down because the federal government can still after me. Uh, there's the federal government and the state government. So even though I was cleared on charges on the state side, the feds that they wanted to could still pick up the same exact charges and charge. It's not double jeopardy because it's a different system. So, hmm. Yes, there's a fear level, but but also, come on, you know, I've already found not guilty. I'm willing to get on again. Did you? Did you? You're, you're like uh, bring it on, motherfucker. Is that what you're saying? I'm mad. All right, right now, yeah, yeah, give the FBI, give the FBI the finger. I dare. I you. want my stuff back. They they took my armor, weapons, a whole bunch of stuff. They took my mom's guns. A friend's. I uh, had uh, a friend who had some stuff here. And they took his shit, and they took my brother's guns as well. And some of these were family heirlooms that, I mean, you, you just can't get that some value back. But, um, yeah, as far as giving them the finger, like, seriously, I'm, I'm mad, dude. I am mad. Okay, listen, uh, Eric, man, thanks. Uh, I, I, I could go all night, but the connection ship, let, let's have you in studio soon, all right, man? When you come on okay, down to the big city. Okay, man. Thanks so much, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Well, you know, when it rains, the power goes out. And when the power goes out, the internet goes out. When the internet goes out, I call my friend Matt and Bernie at XG Service Group. Look at Bernie here on his hands and knees, giving it everything he's got. Look at that man crack. So busy. He forgot to wear a belt. There's Matt right there getting the board together. That's 734-245-4100. If you need Matt and Bernie to come take care of your voiceover internet, your security cameras, off-campus access control, Wi-Fi and cameras for homes and business, they'll design it for you. You got restaurants, they do drive-through systems, railroad cameras for public safety, total wireless camera systems for your home and business. Yeah, that's right. Call XG Services at 734-245-4100. Mention No Bullshit News Hour and receive 100% off. Charlie, what did we just watch? Um, <laughs> not the butt crack, the interview. Bernie? I don't know. You tell me. I'm not really sure. I just, first of all, he'd make the ideal politician. <laughs> I mean, he's got all the issues. Um, hmm. He never hmm. should have been charged. Yeah, you probably, but, but it's almost, how old is he? Uh, late 20s? 28 I think. years yeah. old. Yeah. I mean, he's just like you said, Mark, during the break. He's just, he's naive and, and he got caught up in something. But that was a very interesting interview. Uh, I want my mama's guns back. <laughs> not guilty. Yeah. yeah. No. no. Let's, let's move along to the next thing. There's so more? Last, yes. There's more? <laughs> um, put them on the screen. James Holman Car- from the uh, Mackinac. We got Cary Grant. He looks like Cary Grant. <laughs> he does. He does. If you don't know who Cary Grant is, millennials. I know. They don't know what's going on. <laughs> there he is. Sorry. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie. Wait, wait, don't I, do I, that. I'm a smoker. What? I know, but those germs. But, but the, the, the germs. Hey, James. Hey, hey, Cary. Hey, Charlie. 
so listen now uh, we got to go to the next thing we got to get out of here this it's perfect i'm looking at this thing we got we got 10 minutes man you better wow me motherfucker no <laughs> right listen now um the, the detroit land tax value scheme it barely cleared committee this thing is what is this thing, Karen? This thing is basically, uh, we're going to take the tax value off your house and put it on your land. James, um, the suburbs didn't go for this. It's now stuck on the city. Does this scheme, and I call it a scheme, look like it's going to work for the city? I think it will. Uh, I mean, the biggest hesitation. I think you're wrong. <laughs> but going, do you think it'll yeah, work? I mean, the biggest hesitations that you saw in committee, and I think that you've expressed, is like just a lack of trust. Um, you know, the mayor's doing this; he's supporting it, and a lot of people feel burned by the mayor. But when you look mm -hmm. at the proposal, what they're talking about is just substituting one tax for another on a dollar for dollar basis, and the tax that they're substituting in raises as much revenue without causing as much uh, harm to the uh, to the Detroit economy as the property tax. And Detroit's got high property taxes, uh, some of the highest in the country. This does something about that. So when you say that it'll work, is it to work meaning to generate revenue or work to incite development? Because that's part of the information that I've, I've heard, that it's supposed to encourage development and to stop people that are just sitting on empty land that it would spur development. And, and, I, and I asked you this when we talked the other day about what about all the developed properties that sit unoccupied or underoccupied now? So where's the win in this? Yeah, so the the reason why I like land value taxes and why a lot of other people do, it's not not just me. It's because you're libertarian. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, you know, uh, libertarians are conflicted on this. Land value taxes are theft to a lot of libertarians too. But let me at least cover Karen's question, which is like, Look, Detroit's got high property taxes. It's got a lot of vacant land. Um, the, like, the vacant land's not worth a lot. Uh, worth a lot. Carrying costs of it are pretty low, even with high taxes, because the land's not mm -hmm. worth that much. But you build something on it, and now you're faced with the highest taxes in the world on a valuable structure. So the land value tax uh, is a way to say, okay, if I build on something, if I give something that the market wants, that people want, uh, you know, uh, more more housing options. I'm not going to be faced with a higher tax burden. Now, that's not the case for this proposal. It's only dealing with a portion of the property tax, but it's a step in the right direction. And it's a good idea. But does it work? Let's, let's just, does it work? I'll throw that. Go on. Yeah. Does, it, does it work? Do we, do the we, biggest... look, 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 let's do a few things here, man. First of all, you're going to, uh, let me take a sip of the whiskey. The first first of all, somehow this has to come out even. It has to come out even. You know as well as I know that the guy that owns the big skyscraper is going to make out. You know that when you develop something on land, that on the land, that's only what you're going to be taxed on, right? So far, so, yeah. so good? He's shaking his head, yes. So, well, yeah, it's yeah. radio, dude. Come on. Yes or no? 
Yes, yes or no? Yes. Okay. I'm following you. So now I got Same a vacant. Way. I got a vacant lot. I built a thirty-story fucking um, apartment complex. I'm only being taxed as the developer on the land, but not what I put upon it. How does this create equanimity? So in this proposal, it's only a portion of it that you're not uh, uh, that you're getting a deal on. But you're absolutely right. Um, you know, I'm absolutely, wait a minute, I'm absolutely so, right. There's not yeah. equity in this scheme. Well, I mean, there's equity in that, like, if we have a full land value tax, everyone's just taxed on the value of their land. That's as fair uh, as things get. But I think people would care a little bit. About, well, let's like, go back, let's go back, because we just, we just brushed over it. What you said was, you're building... You call it property, and I yelled at you last night as we were talking. Your property, we as regular people think property is your land. You're saying property is your building. Structure. And the land is the land. So, in this scheme, in this, uh, fuck it, I call it a scheme. In this scheme, you are only beholden to paying property tax to what if you're going to make a new development, your development is only taxed upon the the assessed value of the land, correct? Yes, that's what this take is a step in that direction. Okay, Again, it's a okay, okay, measure. okay, okay well, both, yes. Yes, okay. you're absolutely right. Okay, I'm absolutely right because I trust you. I trust you. You're one Thanks. of the guys I call. You're one of the guys I call and I trust you. If that's the schematic, then if I build a 30-story condo, then everybody in the condo doesn't pay property tax like the person in Detroit who owns land pays tax. Is this correct? Yeah, let me transfer. Well, yes or no. Well, first of all, don't brush over yeah, it. I, no, I know you, I, you foxy motherfucker. <laughs> Is this true? Is this true? Let I'm willing. Yes, I'm willing to. But let me. Yes. Let, let me. Well, give first you, give of all, yes. I'm willing to be drilled. But yes. Now go ahead, bro. Uh, all right. So this is a proposal that that creates winners and losers. It raises the same amount of tax revenue that you expect right now, which means that some people are paying more. Some people are going to pay less. Wait a minute. Would you wait? 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 Wait a minute. Right there. You said we expect this to raise the same property tax value. That's what you said, right? Yeah. What does that mean? But, what, what, but uh, so, no, 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 don't gloss over. That's huge. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean this ex right. expects us to raise but the exact same but. amount? He said, but. No, no, yeah. no. I, I, I love this guy. <laughs> Wait know, a minute. <laughs> so, oh, you look like Cary Grant, yeah, you he motherfucker. Does. <laughs> he, he does. He does. He could he could be doing so much better. This Maybe guy, his son. this guy can go to New York. He could he could he he could sexorize everybody in New York. But I'm not by him. Go on. <laughs> so this proposal says um, we're going to tax the value of land, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna lower the the uh, the tax on structures. They calculated the math and they said, look, uh, we can lower the property tax or the structure tax by fourteen. Uh, of the 80 mills that they're they're offering but we're going to have to raise the tax on land by 104 mills let me pause so again, you there let me pause you let property. me pause you let yeah. me pause you there so the people know 
That means that the building on your land, we're gonna we're gonna reduce the tax by seventeen percent, and we're gonna increase the value on your land by 200%, and we're going to make a mathematical equation where it comes out equal. Yes? Yes. Okay. The the effect that you've got, though, is that uh, the right concern is like, okay, you're going to double the tax on land for some of these people. Are they going to pay it? And if not, then it's not really revenue neutral. Uh, It winds up with the city with owning a lot more tax foreclosed land and that's the city already owns a lot of tax foreclosed land. Well, who makes out on this? Um basically yeah. do 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 guys that own superstructures, skyscrapers. The guy, did they make out? Yes, uh, people okay. that I'm asking the pontificate. Do they make out? <laughs> do they get a cut? Do they get a cut? Well, they don't get a cut. They get to pay less. Well, that's it's called like the cut, taxes, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> suburb guy. It's called the cut. That's uh, that's just some that's just some street shit. It's called a cut. But you get it. You get a cut. And how does it impact the average homeowner? I know well, you mentioned that it would have an implication on those in nice homes or nicer neighborhoods. So that certainly doesn't include everybody in the city of Detroit. That's the first thing. And the second thing is that if this were such a great proposal. Why aren't the suburbs of the other cities opting in? Boom. That's mostly because the mayor thought of it or the mayor is the first advocate. I mean, I think some other places might be interested in it. I mean, economists have been talking about this for 100 years. Uh, but it's, I mean, we've had a long experience. Are we that slow that tax. it would take 100 years? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, no, economists no, are not No, 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 it's my show. I mean, that's just my show, my show. <laughs> Mine and Karen's, my show. No, um, no, this this. Where's the equanimity here? Where, where does it actually balance out? It well, smells I to me when I'm when I'm. Have you seen the numbers, James? James, I've seen a lot of numbers. And have case, you have you have you seen the estimates? The biggest concern is the number of how many voters are going to be interested in this thing because mm. it has to be approved by local voters that's and I think not, right not that why we're having you on at the middle of the end of this very fucking yeah. awesome show um <laughs> do you know the numbers do you don't you're talking don't, revenue don't, don't, numbers yeah, yeah anything so, do james okay. yes or no yeah. yes or no it's a hundred it's a hundred million dollars change from property taxes to land value taxes if you're you're if you own property in Detroit and your assessment says that you uh, that your property is more than or your structure is more than 85% of the value of your property then you're going to come out ahead if your value if your land value is uh, is uh, more than 14% of the value of your property then you are going to come out behind so, so i think those are important this, numbers does this mean sir does this yeah. mean that some Property or homeowners. Let's not say property. Let's say just home. get right. the homeowner. Yeah. Some of you, your shit's going to go up and some of you, your shit's going to go down. Yes or no? That's all. Probably. I mean, I, I Probably. saw some things from the mayor. Why, well, so the, there's not an actual wait, proposal wait, wait, in front wait, of voters. Wait, 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 there's no, only a no, legislation no, that no. allows the mayor to you're ask James, for something. No, no. Yeah. You're James. No, no, no. So you're James Holman. You the- you're James <laughs> Holman. Dude, I got you on here. 
Cary Grant, and, motherfucker. You look good. You and there's do. not a proposal really in front of good. voters you yet. Do, hey, yeah, look, we put it up. You're bullshit, man. You know somebody got to pick up the, the fucking tab. level. Yep. Somebody's got to pick yeah. up the level. Right? So yes or no? Don't, no, don't. Don't do this, please. Well, the, yes no, or no? Because I can't answer so, that question yet. Well, how could you not answer the question? <laughs> well, because, because the, wait, the, wait, the wait, legislation wait. is okay. only giving the mayor the chance to ask voters, and he said, and mm. and I have no reason to, to believe that he's wrong. That if you are no one of those homeowners that yeah, that is wrong. If you are one of those homeowners who who has a valuable piece of land but a not valuable house on it. He's saying you're not going to have to pay that. There's some things in the legislation that would allow for that, but I don't know how it's going to play out. That's what he's saying. Okay, that's what he's saying. But but again, we also talked about the limited amount of information. Only information that was coming out was that which was coming from the mayor's office. So if, in fact, he's asking for it, I can only imagine that the information that he's providing is subjective. And that's the first thing. The second thing is, you know, the the inclusion in the legislation for cities only over 500,000 in the state of Michigan, which is only the city of Detroit. So we, we're now going back to that insurance thing. So when you talk about the lack of trust, let's look at the overassessments for city, uh, for, for homeowners in the city of Detroit, $600 million. I mean, there's a lot of reason to question this. Say it for real. I am. Why in the middle of this vote, James, did they decide to say it was for a city over 500,000? Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, because some legislator asked for it. I'm sure the mayor preferred because it. Because it wasn't going to pass, dude. Yeah. It's bad. Nobody else wanted it. And that that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, and again, uh, the people in the city of Detroit are going to be stuck with something. And, yeah. and, and this is the same thing with the insurance. It's, it's like people in the city of Detroit are so overburdened with cost and fees and taxes and high rates that when they hear an inkling of savings in any degree, they jump on it. And even without the proper amount of information, we also looked at the placement of this on the ballot that it's now being pushed to That's spring. The question of the guests. Yeah. Stop lecturing. Oh, I'm not. I'm Jesus. telling you. No, I'm, no, having, no, a I'm, conversation I'm having a conversation with Gary. I'm having a conversation with Gary. No, no, you weren't. You were. I know you. No, you're I, my friend. Well, Fuck that. No, I know. I I'm know just, who but, you are. But, but, okay. But let's talk about Ask that. In, in, in right, terms look, of the look. placement on the ballot, I'm, the timing, it, and the likelihood of. Okay, go ahead. You tell me. Yeah. yeah. The, the, so. <laughs> Again, like I, I, I feel like we're arguing about things that we I'm agree gonna, on. I'm I don't like that. It's, I, I would have liked legislation days. better if it wasn't just limited to Detroit. I think you got some weirder end arounds or our constitutional pro- or restrictions on local and private acts. We should be having state policy that affects. James, the state we're banging up on the time. Yeah. Yes or no on this <laughs> shit. <laughs> I still kind of like it. I okay. don't like that it's a uh, made vote. I kind of like, like it. The Would you vote for it in idea. your community, James? Would you vote for it in your community? Would you vote uh, for so it in I your like community? I like land value taxes. This probably would mean that I would have to pay higher taxes. I don't really he like higher answer. taxes, but He's I do like the idea. So yes. So yes. Would you vote for this in your fucking community? Yeah, I mean, it would be no. He said no. Did he say no? Huge break. But I like the idea. So yes. 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 Okay. The libertarians are yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, I know we'll talk about this going down the road. It's bullshit, dude. But, 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 I, but I, that's I want, okay, I want, big, I want people you know to what? pay attention. Uh, respect, respect, yeah. homie. I enjoy talking to James. Very intelligent. I, I enjoy the conversation. I don't, you know, whether we see things or agree on it or not, I enjoy the conversation. This I, is I, one I really of my do. guys. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even go on air. Mm-hmm. I don't. 
uh, talk to James. Yeah, uh, he's here's good. A, here's a, a critical combination where I don't agree with him, but I respect him. Yeah. And that. Well, all I want is the information. I want information, and I want information from both sides so that people can make an informed Where's decision. Where's the other side? We don't have it, and <laughs> James, you know, it's not out there. <laughs> That's the thing. And I think, you know, residents who, you know, were just recently told, oh, the over-assessment issue happened before this administration, and this administration solved it, that's BS because it's not. You still this have people. This whole shit's crap. Yeah, the, it is. The, the, and so the fucking don't, suburbs don't, don't, don't do this that. crap. Yeah. In Detroit, let me tell you something. Don't do it. Don't believe James. <laughs> you want me to give you the, the other no. side of this? Because I think like this is, there's some good points to be made. Like this is an important issue. Not everyone's going to like it. And that's okay. Charlie put on the, the most important thing. It's going to result in some inequities. Like a person owns. Yeah, you look uh, like Richard Burton. You look like Richard Burton. He got a fucking piece. <laughs> He get, you got a little bit of whisky in his f- head turned red. But right. I'll tell yeah, you what, you look like Cary Grant. Hurt. Fuck Richard Burton. He was never, <laughs> but, uh, never what Cary Grant was. Never. And you, sir, I respect you. I respect you, sir. I really do. And I thank you. I, I, I call you. You know, I'm going to tell everybody. And he answers. I called this man. He says, not a bad tax plan. Mm-hmm. In theory, is this correct? Yeah, I like the okay, idea. Okay, in theory, but it's only theory. Yeah, I mean, if this results in a confiscatory taxes for everyone who owns commercial real estate in Detroit, I think there would be a bad effect and a bad thing to happen. I don't think that's going to happen here, but I don't know. Cut him off. Get no, out. No, but you're out. But <laughs> love but, you. Bye. Bye, James. But that's but that's the thing though. We don't have all the information. We also have to look at the assessment process that is extremely no, flawed. That's extremely that's extremely flawed in this city. Off, did you? I mean, let's I not let's not let's off. not over that's okay. Let's not overlook that either. So yeah. you've got to have a process in place to make sure that those assessments are accurate. I mean, so you've got a yeah. lot of variables and by the way, here. That's a really this important. Why I don't like Hold on. Because, he like, said that's important. We do need yeah, what I mean, we have uh, we have a tax system that's supposed to be based on actual market values, true cash values. Suppose. Detroit was found by courts to have overassessed these things. We never really fixed the process. I don't know exactly what's what's going on with this that makes it harder for you know someone who's been overassessed to challenge their thing. But it happened. It probably well, still is happening. Th- th- in some places. Admitted, James, it's, it's you question. and I were talking last night. We couldn't figure out this tax game. We couldn't, right? We yeah, did. I think there is, there is a so. question that you had. Yeah, I tried to get you an answer. I got a good part of an answer for it. I spent all morning looking for an answer for you. And now you're saying I don't have to do it. It smells to me like the suburbs don't want it. And Detroit's going to get this on itself. And I'm not sure. And if we're not sure, we ought not fuck with the tax rate. Yes or no? Do it right now. I mean, I would. I, like I said, I still kind of like it, even with but, all the, and that, the and issues. What did he say? I said he still kind of likes it. What did he say? He said he still kind of likes it. And that's okay. All I'm looking for, I'm not looking for him to say it's Fair good enough. or bad. I just want the information. I want both sides. I want all the variables. I want all those scenarios that could happen. What's going to happen after the first year? Which properties are going to have a positive impact and which ones no, aren't? No, James is. I know, and James I'm not saying that's douche. not. Ha- no, you're a douche, dude. Because no, this he's not. thing. No, he's not. No, 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 no. He's I gotta Grant. say, I gotta say, I gotta say. <laughs> no, he's not. You, you, you don't have any numbers. But he hasn't been. Given he in, in principle right. he likes it, but and you don't have said. any numbers. 
Is that well, true? Fourteen I mean, percent is the really important number here. You're doing the fourteen percent. Trying to. Those are, talk, those are talking points. Okay, here's what well, we're gonna do. So, um, so uh, doing, there is there is this thing from Wayne County I was looking at today. Assessment for every single parcel in Detroit. Theoretically, you can use that to answer that question of who's going to pay higher taxes, who's going to pay lower taxes. It's a massive spreadsheet. There's a lot of property in Detroit. Um, but yeah, theoretically, you can use that to figure out like exactly how many people I'm are going to pay more, numbers. how many people are going to pay less. But, but if you're looking at the increase, too, that they projected, what is no, it, $25 no, 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 more? I mean, that's not... I'm in the middle. I'm looking for numbers. Okay, I don't think anybody has any. Well, James, have you seen numbers? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last one that I think is important for the question that you're asked of like, how can we actually make up this revenue by charging these resident owners, uh, you know, an extra 25 or the vacant lot owners in residential neighborhoods, an extra 25 bucks. And the answer is they're not. Most of the land value in Detroit is in commercial uh, real estate. Those people are going to be Where would that more. be? In the land bank. Uh, Where would that be? Yeah, you look up at any of the major avenues in Detroit, anything that's owned commercial, like on the sides of all those things is, is commercial or real estate. And apparently that's 78% of the value of land in Detroit, which seems really high to me. I would, but oh, well, uh, that's the, the, what their you're, assessments you You're checking what I'm saying. I don't, I don't see it. I, I don't think that the taxes are the reason why people are not building in the city of Detroit. I think the people of Detroit have to pay Stop. the tax bill for anybody that develops anything. That's what we're doing anything. already. That's what we're doing already. And he says, James yeah. says... And I don't that, like that. James says that it will come out even if you build a 30... No, he floor, said if you If you build a 30-floor... Um, condo. A Condo, thank you for that. Yeah, exactly. That um, somehow the, the money they're making in Detroit will make it even. That's hopeful. But it won't be, be no. because people in Detroit who make $100,000 a year will pay $2,500 a year plus their their home mortgage right the guy and insurance <laughs> the guy that lives in this new development mm -hmm. doesn't pay nominally anything is this correct sir uh sorry uh, uh the question is between someone who's living in detroit paying income taxes and who and and, and new you. occupants uh for in new okay. developments so, and occupants in new so, developments so uh any person who's in a new occupant is going to be paying or you know paying rent to a landlord who's going to be paying more in property taxes because the property no, taxes he won't are be still paying there more property Most tax he'll be paying but, property tax on on the vacant lot that he developed yeah, the, he won't the, the well, people living so he, in there will pay nominal taxes but the yeah, fucker Detroit, that owns the home will be paying much more taxes is this correct so if they went to a full yes land or no. tax, yes, yes but or no. They're not. Then no. Then no, absolutely what not. What do you they're mean no? They're paying 60 mils in property then you taxes. Don't know, man. They're not getting what rid of property about? taxes. They're just changing a portion of the property tax to a land value for tax. How, so yes, a greater long? portion. Of, uh, for how long? For as long as... Uh, so that's a good question too, because uh, uh, it could be a permanent thing, at least until voters uh, say otherwise. Uh, or they could put a time limit on it. There, like I said, there is no so actual the proposal in front of voters the yet. They, 
Yeah, as they're, always. they're just asking the legislature yeah, to give exactly. the mayor the authority to ask voters for this thing. So I can't tell you that answer, but that's a good question. All right, James. That's a good question. We're gonna look. We're gonna look into this and talk to him. Some that's more a later. good question, said James. Yeah, I know, but it is a good well, question. Well, hey. Hey, man, by the way, you look like Cary Grant. You do. <laughs> all right, Charlie, we're over time. Yes. We're over time. Uh, I could do this We don't get night. OT on this show, so let's go. Mean this motherfucker, man, we talk. L- thanks, bro. Thanks, James. Hey, thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Karen. You're welcome. Fuck. Appreciate yeah, it. Really Bye. Bye. <laughs>